This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Dine Local SD, serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. All right. Hey, whoa. We are live on the Dine Local SD podcast number 52, where we are serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. Today, I'm so excited to welcome Executive Chef James Montejano of the Cardiff Seaside Market. Hello. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. Thanks for being here. You are a San Diego native, so you fit right into our San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. That's right. Born and raised. Yeah, me too. Just like the restaurant. Uh, Just like the restaurant. We're kind of uh, the unicorns out here. Not too many locals, huh? I know, but it's all good. We love it here. Yeah. So tell me, you're from San Diego. Where and when and how and why did you start cooking? Well, I worked at the restaurant in front of the house, and um, I had a really good friend of mine said, hey, I need a prep cook. Come help me. We can get this. I'll train you. So I, I was at the Brigantine. I started as a prep cook and became a line cook, kitchen manager, and then was bartending, doing both sides, and just kind of fell into it. Yeah, as, as we do. Totally. I started as a hostess and, and fell into <laughs> the it. The hostess. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you started at the Brig, but, uh, you know, over the course of your career, you've worked with people like Jeffrey Strauss at Pamplemousse and Michael Mina in San Francisco. And um, I'm just curious personally to hear, like, you know, which chefs really influenced your style or a little bit more about how you became the powerhouse chef that you are. Well, when I moved to San Francisco, my life totally changed. I mean, I thought I knew what I was doing cooking. I went to I was going to cooking school, and then my senior term, I started working at Aqua. So I was working for George Moreau, and Michael was just the chef de cuisine. And then um, I came back to San Diego, became the corporate chef for Brigantine, and decided I need to go back to San Fran. So yeah. I went back to San Fran. Michael was the chef, and I just engulfed myself in the craft and the passion. Six days a week. 14, 15 hour days. I didn't care. And just getting the knowledge and, you know, you sur- you surround yourself with, with great people. You're being, you know, it's going to help your career. I mean, it was how I do the analogy. You're like in the major leagues. Yeah. You know what? If you're not going to perform, someone will take your spot. Mm-hmm. So every day was a churn and it was just a great experience. I got to work with like John George, Eric Rapar, uh, Charlie Palmer, uh, Todd English. And then with, um, the most famous chef, uh, Jean-Louis Paladin. Mm. So we got to work with all those chefs, man. It was just unbelievable to be in that realm of chefs. Yeah. And how long were you up there? I worked for Michael for eight years. Eight years? Eight years. Wow. That's incredible. And then I, I did three tours with Michael. And then when we, uh, the last time we received the Michelin star. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. And then you were like. Well, you know, it's yeah. a, it's accomplishment. You know, there's a yeah. few chefs here in San Diego that accomplished that, you know, like Jason McLeod, mm-hmm. you know, very well-known chef here doing well. But uh, yeah. it's a big deal. It is. It's a huge deal. What an honor. We need to bring a Michelin star to San Diego. That's what I'm saying. It's it's time. What do you think it's going to take? Well, I think it's takes Michelin star to recognize San Diego as a culinary forefront. And yeah. there's restaurants here that can do it. Yeah. I, um, you know, I've. We're on Facebook. We're Facebook friends. We are. And um, I've been seeing some chefs kind of start that conversation of like, what's it going to take for San Diego to be recognized as a culinary capital or, or whatever? And it's it's really interesting. I don't know the answer, but to, to see different people's viewpoints. And one of them that's still 
happening right now is DJ over at Bivouac Cider Works is hosting these rising star chef dinners. Uh, are, you're the I'm doing the next. Yeah, one. I was gonna say you're the um. What's the what's the word? The mentor chef. Mentor chef. Thank you. Um. Yeah. So like, well, what do you? I mean, you're the mentor chef. So what do what do you <clears throat> think about that whole series? And the series is great, but yeah. getting back to what you were saying about yeah. getting get it on board here is we need a food writer in this town. Okay. We do not have a food writer in this town. I say Troy Johnson should be an objective food writer. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Maria Hunt was here for a long time, and you know, as chefs. Everyone look forward, like Michael Bauer in San Francisco. That guy making breaks places, yeah, you know. Jonathan Gold. People want to know, and I, I think it's time that someone takes the forefront okay. as the official food writer for this town. All right. And I think we'll get recognized. Okay, I like it. So you're you're taking a stance of, uh, we already have the industry infrastructure to be put on the map. We need the voice from the outside to kind of bring that recognition. We need the voice, yeah. and. Um, Awesome. I think that's it on that part. But cool. going back to the uh, mentor dinners, uh, yeah. DJ came up with this great idea about doing this. And uh, I just recently lost my chef de cuisine, Jason mm. Coulomore, which is now the executive chef of Waypoint Public. So he's Congrats. my 11th sous chef who's now an executive chef. <gasps> so, <gasps> like I was telling you earlier, they're all cowboys. They ride off on yeah. the sunset and they leave you one day. But I hope I get them the, the training and the goods and the Amazing. confidence to uh, go to the next level. Yeah, that's awesome. So – um, one of the questions I, I ask a lot is what's your favorite part about being a chef? And a, a lot of times, and I think it's true for me too, is the mentorship. And it's, uh, what, I mean, and for you, <laughs> well, it's like the camaraderie you build yeah. loyalties, you know, like I have a loyalty, especially produce, for mm-hmm. example, like oh, other companies come to me and I said, take a look what's going on down there and let me know, get yeah. back to me, yeah. you know, but, uh, it's loyalty, it's camaraderie, someone that's going to take the initiative to be submissive to you and listen, go, look, man, you just sold your soul to the devil. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Are you ready to rock? Or are you ready to roll? Mm-hmm. So if you're got the goods to go the distance, then you listen, you know, they're going to get bam, bummed out. You, you got to tell them the right way. And it says, when you're the chef, you do it this way, but it's yeah. but my here way we're doing the highway <laughs> right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Cool. And um, <clears throat> so you're at Cardiff Seaside Market right now, but in between, uh, working in San Francisco for eight years and where you are now, there was a whole slew of fascinating careers in, in there. Um, you did some seafood, you did some steak. What are, what's some of your favorite, you know, focuses that you've well, had? Well, I've done every genre from working from small mom and pop restaurant to casino to, to country club. <clears throat> and then, you know, I was at the La Valencia, which was yeah. great. I mean, I love doing seafood. We yeah. live in this seafood mecca, you know. It's a great spot. You know, you got great companies like Catalina who just bring that fresh every day. And um, I, for me, it's seafood. I love making yeah. seafood. Cool. What's your favorite? Well, you, you said scallops. Scallops. I do love scallops. Those Girls scallops. love scallops. I love What is it? Why, why are they so good? They're the gems of the sea That's if you make why. them right, you know. Yeah. yeah. I've always I've – always, I remember the first time I had – uh, like a diver, like a big scallop. My mom used to make like bay scallops, right? But she would like make ceviche out of them. I don't know, but I I never liked it. But I remember I was at um the restaurant at Paradise Point, Baleen. It was called Baleen, right. and Amy DiBiase was a chef there. But it was like I was not cooking yet, and I just remember I went to a fancy dinner there and had a scallop, and it like blew my mind. Like I had never had anything like yeah, it. Yeah, I mean they're so versatile to work with, and you can do. <clears throat> seasonal dishes, whatever, and it just, it evolves. Yeah, yeah, very cool. 
And uh, so, okay, let's talk about the Cardiff Seaside Market because I haven't been there and it sounds amazing. So I was trying to wrap my head around it and I asked Chef earlier, like, so is it like a uh, non-Italian version of Italy? And he's like, no, it's like Whole Foods on steroids. So like if Whole Foods met like the public market in Seattle or something, right? Like, Well, Seaside Market is very unique. John and Pete Najjar, who who started the store, they – they just created this mark neighborhood market and just grew and grew and grew. But we are a chef-driven market. Mm-hmm. Like I told you, we have five chefs. We work 24 hours. I have shifts that run from 10 to 5, wow. 6 to 2, 2 to 10. And um, it's chef-driven. I mean, the quality of product, obviously, we use specialty produce. We use all this great seafood from all over. Uh, but our shoppers are sophisticated they want great food. I mean, yeah. we have 70 options in our deli. Wow. Uh, our market just got voted best independent uh, grocery store in, in the United States. Nice. And uh, it's just one of those places. We have great artisan cheeses, charcuterie, our own bakery department. But our produce department is one of the best. I mean, we buy from 20 local farmers. We do like very good style. Mm-hmm. You know, within 100 miles of Pete, we get fresh delivery like Carlsbad strawberries. There's not one store in San Diego besides us that get strawberries direct yeah. or you got to get it at the stand and you know, they're bringing them, you know, when, when the weather's great, like right now, this is great strawberry weather. It's, mm-hmm. you know, overcast. The strawberries love the, the overcast, but once it's sunny, then they go away. But, uh, these guys just have a great model, great place to work. they just always want to do better. We, we run this little barbecue on the weekends. We do a taco Tuesday. I was telling you, I call it a grocerant. That's yeah. the term. It's a grocery store restaurant combination. You're getting, Restaurant quality food at the grocery store price. And is there a space to dine in there, like little tables? Or uh, we have it in front of the store. You can just you can dine. It's like a little center, center of town. Got the Starbucks right next door. On oh, the yeah. weekends, we have a band in front of the store. Oh, so cool. it's like a community meeting place. You know, a lot of people come and hang out. Like a lot yeah. of people that ride their bikes, they stop or they come in, they have their coffee in the morning, grab mm-hmm. a burrito, or they go to VG Donuts and come eat in front of our okay. store. <laughs> <laughs> A little uh, bit of everything. It's all good right there. Yeah. yeah, it's a great spot. Wow. So it seems like um, it's a massive operation. It is. It's been. It's different than restaurant. You, you work. I think I work harder in the grocery store than I did. Yeah. In, in the. Uh, I believe it. In the restaurant, but uh, it's a grind. We get close to seventy to one hundred thousand customers a month oh, to come to Seaside Market. Wow. So if you compare covers to people. It's a huge number. Sure. And it seems like, um, you know, at, at a grocery store and in the deli, I'm thinking like one of the, the things that I go to a grocery store deli for is like variety. So like I maybe I want some like Asian style here and Mexican style here. And, and I want like I can't eat the same thing for three days in a row. Right. And so you have to have knowledge and uh, versatility in like every genre to keep it exciting i imagine yeah i mean we have something for everybody and i got what you want just come by but <laughs> anyways uh <clears throat> you have to have a diverse menu yeah. we have 70 items on our case we have all these grab and go items people can make at home yeah. party packs so like i said everything is top notch there and our seafood and meat department we have great stuff we're selling wag out now by the pound whoa and we do tomahawk steaks we oh make our own God. sausage Whole fish is on the rise. People like when doing their whole fish, but we offer different recipes. Yeah. But the number one thing is the Cardiff Crack, the AKA Cardiff Crack, the Burgundy Tri-Tip. We yeah. sell tons of it. Tell me more about it. Well, we have our special marinade. The Cardiff Crack is just unbelievable piece of meat. People just love it. I mean, 
we sell a ton and ton, and we're also at Petco. So oh. you get the sandwich there. We have it in the. You can get a charcuterie style thin slice. We have sandwiches. We do all our burritos with tri tip. Yeah. Now we're doing a. It's called a machete burrito. Oh. So you take a quesadilla with tri tip, fold it twice, and and it's like sixteen inches long, and then. You whack it. It looks like a machete. That's so bomb. That That is what I want. You said you had what I wanted. That is what I want. All right. We're going to Cardiff. Um, the first time I ever heard about Cardiff crack was from when I lived in Long Beach. And someone was like, oh, you're from San Diego. Have you had Cardiff crack? And I was like, what oh, the that's fuck funny. are you talking about? Like, I was so confused. But yeah. We sell it online. Oh, it's like buy it famous. Online. It's like world famous. You can buy it online. We ship it all over the world. Wow. See? Every, world famous. World famous. All day. You can order a tri-tip online. Nice. Just go to seasidemarket.com. All right. I like it. Um, so I have this mon- this mantra from you. Can I read it aloud? You should, you can. Okay. It says, my this is, <clears throat> I'm reading as if I'm James. My mantra has always been that the art of successful cooking doesn't rely on know-how. It comes from the heart. A good menu should be challenging the palate, and it needs enthusiasm and a deep love of food to bring it to life. I was quoting a chef, a famous French chef, George Blanc, and uh, you know, every day chefs try to create. Sometimes you get in a rut and you just yes. get inspired. You know, if you're going to the farmers market or you're watching Chef's Table or Ugly Delicious, mm-hmm. you get inspired by these chefs that are doing. You says, "I can do that," or "I want to try to do yeah. that," or you know. And you got to have passion in this in this business. If you don't have passion, leave it at the door. Yeah, you yeah. can't do it without it. I totally agree. What What do you do as someone that's been in the industry for more than a few years? What do you do to stay inspired and to stay on top of your game? Because you're you're still so relevant. You're still so talented. And like some chefs that have been in the industry as long as you, affectionately, uh, just kind of fall by the wayside and and or or are stale. And like you're so refreshing. Well, I keep it young. I, I'm going to use my friend Dave and Wait. The dude is the master right now he's killing it we collaborate we talk on the phone all the time i'm shooting him photos david try this and he goes no well look at this you know but like i said it's being in the farmer's market being around all the chefs here in san diego doing events you know we have a great community of chefs here and um, i'm gonna plug specialty i mean i have a huge love for specialty they take care of all the chefs without you guys we couldn't do what we do every day awesome thank you um and so I had a re- oh I know what I wanted to ask you your hashtag the people chef the people chef tell yeah. me about the hashtag I've always wondered uh, okay it turned out to be a joke it was it was at the wine and food fest and one of my guys he was making a, a mockery about what we were doing and he just came up with people chef so it kind of just stuck it, it stuck funny. yeah it is funny. I am the people chef you are the I people love chef. everybody I love hanging out with everyone I'm yeah. a people person I love music I love fashion yeah yeah I know you're so hip I try. You're so hip. How do you do it? I love just. You're like at the belly up and then you're like at LA Fashion Week and then you're like at your girlfriend's marathon and then you're like cooking for a million <laughs> you gotta people. got to support. I'm going to Bottle Rock this week. So oh, I I'm very that. stoked on that. That's awesome. Who are you most excited to see? Um, I want to meet Billy Idol. Okay. I have a media pass. So I was nice. a backstage. TV corporations will be there. Yeah. Bruno Mars, The Killers. Oh. Um, and hopefully I'll meet Michael Fronte too. I'll be honest. Oh, oh, I have a great Michael Fronte story from Kaboo. Was it Kaboo? Yeah, it was Kaboo. The year, the first year. Two years ago. Yeah. He was there and uh, we kind of like- my you played the drums? Yeah, that's that it. Year, the first yeah, year. the first year. It's the only Kaboo I've been to because I haven't been able to afford any others. Um, so, but we were like walking to go to a different exhibit and all of a sudden we were like walking in the middle of Michael Franti's show and we're like, oh, I like this song. 
And we stopped, and I swear to you, I turned around, and Michael Franti's legs were right in front of me, and he had, like, created a catwalk, and he had walked out into the middle of the crowd, and I had no idea, and I turned around, and he was right behind me and pulled my roommate up on stage and danced with him, and we were like, how the... What That's just, awesome. Yeah. He's such a great musician. He was it was so fun. And I had I had like heard his songs on the radio, but I had never really known who Michael Franti was. And just like incredible. A people person like you. He's a people person, that's for sure. Yeah. Do you play any instruments or are you just a I don't. aficionado? I wish I had a voice right now, I'd sing for you by Oh, you serenade <laughs> me. Another time. We'll bring you back. Me to serenade. Right um on. nice. Cool. Well, Hey, thanks so much for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. This it's, is awesome. Yeah, it's great to have you. I'll see you around, I'm sure. I'm going to come up and eat some Cardiff Crack yeah, and the come machete. Up to the market. Come up to the market, everybody. Check it out, Seaside. Yeah, I'm going to make sure you're there. I, will I want be. the full tour. Okay. Um, hey, guys, thanks for joining us. If you want to follow James, Chef James, some more, you can follow him at James Montejano on Instagram. You can also follow uh, Seaside Market, just at Seaside Market on Instagram, uh, and the website is seasidemarket.com. What an easy domain. And stay connected with us. You should follow the Dine Local SD Facebook page and Instagram and sign up for our mailing list for upcoming specials, events, offers, and awesome podcast giveaways. Um, in fact, we should do into Seaside Market. We should do it. We'll, we'll do a giveaway, a $100 gift card giveaway to Cardiff Seaside Market. Um, sign up for our mailing list to find out how to enter. Cool. All right. Thanks, good. James. All right. You're welcome. Bye, guys. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and give us a rating on iTunes. Thank you. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.